Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for March 10th, 2021. It's the birthday of opera librettist Lorenzo da Ponte, born outside of Venice in 1749. Da Ponte was Jewish by birth, but in 1764, his father, then a widower, converted himself and his family to Roman Catholicism in order to marry a Catholic woman. Emanuele was baptized and given the name Lorenzo da Ponte, after Bishop Lorenzo da Ponte of Ceneda, his hometown, as was the custom of the time. Thanks to the bishop, da Ponte studied at the Ceneda Seminary until the bishop died in 1768, after which Lorenzo moved to a different seminary where he took minor orders in 1770 and became professor of literature. Da Ponte went on to be ordained as a priest in 1773. Later the same year, da Ponte moved to Venice proper, where he made a living as a teacher of Latin, Italian, and French. Although he was a Catholic priest, the young man led a dissolute life, which nonetheless is very often synonymous. While priest of the Church of San Luca, he took a mistress with whom he had two children. At his 1779 trial, where he was charged with public concubinage and abduction of a respectable woman, it was alleged that he had been living in a brothel and organizing the entertainments there. He was found guilty and banished for 15 years from the city of Venice. Da Ponte then moved to Austria, where he lived as a writer, attaching himself to the leading noblemen and cultural patrons of the city. In 1781, he mistakenly believed that he had an invitation from his friend Caterino Mazzola, the poet of the Saxon court, to take up a post at Dresden, only to be disabused when he arrived there. Mazzola, however, offered him work at the theater translating libretti and recommended that he seek to develop writing skills. He also gave him a letter of introduction to the composer, Antonio Salieri. With the help of Salieri, da Ponte obtained the post of librettist to the Italian theater in Vienna. Here, he also found patronage with a wealthy banker who was at the time supporting one Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. As court poet and librettist in Vienna, da Ponte collaborated with Mozart from 1786 to 1790, writing the libretti for The Marriage of Figaro, Don Giovanni, and Così fan tutte. Shortly after the completion of Così fan tutte, da Ponte lost his patron after the death of Emperor Joseph II and was formally dismissed from imperial service. Still banned from Venice, da Ponte set off for Paris with a letter of recommendation to Queen Marie Antoinette. But on the road, news of the Queen's arrest forced da Ponte to change plans and make haste instead to London. In London, he worked as an Italian teacher and grocer, but by 1805, da Ponte was bankrupt. Like all destitute immigrants hoping for a better future, da Ponte came to the United States, settling in New York City, and opened a bookstore. 
Da Ponte would eventually become the first teacher of Italian at Columbia University. He was also the first Catholic priest to be appointed to the faculty and the university's first professor of Jewish descent. He introduced New York City to opera, and in 1825, Da Ponte produced the first performance of Don Giovanni in the United States, as well as introducing the work of Giacchino Rossini to American audiences through a concert tour with his niece, Giulia Da Ponte. In 1828, at the age of 79, Lorenzo da Ponte became a naturalized U.S. citizen, and in 1833, at the age of 84, founded an opera house in the United States, the New York Opera Company, a direct predecessor of the Metropolitan Opera. Lorenzo da Ponte died an American in 1838 in New York City. An enormous funeral ceremony was held in his honor at the old St. Patrick's Cathedral. He was 89 years old. I feel so very lucky to have been born into a country of immigrants. Immigrants have and will continue to make this country great. After all, my surname is born of immigrants, and I bet yours is too. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.